what is up motherfuckers it is your girl tina back on another episode of say it with me ready three two one tina's tea and i'm here with a special guest my girl stevie what's good y'all <laughs> introduce yourself give him a little intro well my name is stevie um i'm a senior here at the college and uh i'm a vaem major and i'm very excited to be here oh what is that i don't even know what that major is what is that explain to the people what is that it is visual arts experimental media oh okay so So you think you're fancy okay Uh, oh oh well i do a little bit of everything oh she's creative i could do digital i do traditional i do sculpting oh okay oh when she's artsy when she's when she's versatile picasso Okay, I like it. Okay, I like it. All right, so, all right, before I get on my ADHD tantrum. So, today, we're going to be talking about these like last four years because I feel like, I don't know, I really need to like do a recap because I feel like this last month and graduation is literally coming around the corner. Yeah, we need a senior on this fucking podcast this is what i'm saying some senior talk for all my 2022s out there thank you you guys know you guys know it has been mm, crazy mm -mm. it's been a a ride because we were what do we have one normal year of college because of covid it was we were like freshman year sophomore boom covid yeah and then we came back senior year like junior year is a void to me i don't remember a lot it was it was literally like sophomore like year blank like yep senior like no now we're there's no break and now it's like wow shit is really hitting the fan like we're literally graduating in like three weeks oh careers oh like not being like at a full like like you lived here you lived on campus yeah i I lived i lived on campus for two years but i also have lived in riverdale for about like more than a decade um so this neighborhood is very familiar Mm -hmm. and i've always known about the college but living here was a totally different experience yeah no i'm sure being super independent oh yeah having to worry about your parents being around how's that been it was i mean it was really fun yeah but then when i got home i realized like i still have the same kind of you know vibe at home so i was like why don't i just stay here because the vibes during sophomore year bitches were really fucking with me and thought i wasn't gonna do something well i'll be honest with you everyone was fucking childish as fuck like sophomore freshman year i mean freshman year especially oh my god uh, there's a lot of people that thought that they could say certain things or do certain things without it stabbing them in the back Mm -hmm. and that's just it is what it is i've always learned like karma gets them you know what i mean like eventually it doesn't matter where, when, how. It's like, just don't be a dick. You know what I mean? Like, don't just don't be an asshole yep. to people. Like, be, be a nice person. Yeah. You know? No. Like, <laughs> like, there were... It's too, too hard to ask. Like, literally, <laughs> like, during freshman year, like, meeting everybody for the first time, it's like, we're all so innocent. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, we were, like, we 18, know. 17, like, You're minors. Like, oh you know God, what I mean? Like, like fresh. we don't know anything. Yep. And, like, everything's new and fresh. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of, like, making friends with everybody. But then you start to realize, like, oh, shit. Now people are, like, making their own groups. And now yep. people are not fucking with me for no reason. Yeah. It's like, why are you It's like, oh, why is this high school again? Exactly. Exactly. And that's some bullshit. No. Yeah. There were so many people like that. Oh, yeah. I feel like freshman year and sophomore year was kind of like the, you know, finding yourself. And in a way... I mean, we can go back to, like, me being an athlete. When I came in here, it was, like, just the team, right? Like, so I get here early August. We're with the girls right away. So the only people I was really, like, friends with at first was the team. So, like, me coming in as athlete, that was, like, my, you know, like, hey, my go-to is, hey, calf, hey, can we do this? 
any questions and then it's like then i think about it like everyone else is coming here like nothing you know what i mean like non-athletes are coming in with like they don't have that support system it's totally different like you're coming in alone Mm -hmm. you're coming in like hey first day of school i make friends again exactly like my roommates were people i i never didn't know I met them on the Facebook when everybody was making. Like, I remember Facebook that. Things that like 2022. Yep. Yep. Um. Ori- originally, I was gonna dorm with Lakeisha and Melissa, mm-hmm. but then they found um Laura Bell mm-hmm. at that time. Um. And now she's a stripper, which is crazy. Whoa. It's fucking awesome. Whoa. <laughs> Do honestly, if I had the body for it, I'd say fuck it and do that shit too. I mean, she's making a lot of money. That's what I'm. That's she's what I'm making a lot of don't money. Don't fucking so. knock people's fucking jobs ever, because bitch, if you could do that shit, you probably would too. So go fuck off. Exactly. If you're making money, like, what, like, say less, say but, less. Like, look at Cardi B. She was making bank. She was making bank and she as make, a stripper, and, and then she made a rap bank. song that went fucking viral. And yep. now look at her now. And look what so. she told the haters. She said, "Go fuck you." She's like, "My haters, you're listening to my music. Mm, doesn't matter. Make it more popular. Fuck you." Like that's exactly, what she said. exactly. No, but when i when i dormed here i st- i didn't know who my roommates were i didn't really know who they were but then when i found out the people that they were i was like oh my god these people like some people i'm not gonna say names because i love them i do but one of my roommates did have a hygiene problem and it was a bit of a problem i literally like came on her once about it mm-hmm. like personally yep and then I went ahead and I talked to an RA and he decided, oh, you know what? It's a great, this is a great opportunity. Let's have this conversation right in the middle of Spellman Lobby, right where people are walking around. They fucking coming down. Mind you, I was, I was best friends with somebody at the time. I was like, if you say anything, if you make a fucking laugh, don't fucking say anything. Don't make awkward because then my, my roommate's going to get emotional and then she's going to think you're bullying her. Yeah, like you're going to trigger her. Like, <laughs> so my my friend who was an RA, you know, he lays it down like mm-hmm. really nicely. Immediately, they start crying. She, like starts oh crying immediately. And my friend is fucking laughing in the corner. And I'm like, will you stop fucking yeah, laughing? You're not supposed to be here. <laughs> and it's like AB conversation. No, it's like, see, go. see out your way <laughs> out. Like... <laughs> And no, but like at the end of the conversation, like I'm I'm pretty sure that traumatized like them enough to just not. Oh yeah, no, come I can't get over the in the front room. of Spellman Lobby. Like that that's where it, like, that's where it is. Still for like me. not not even in the room. That's like to the side. You know, who, like who trained this RA? Like, who trained this RA? Like <laughs> <laughs> no, we sl- he slays, he slays. We love him. He's sl- if you're listening, you slay. But. That, that whole time like i'm pretty sure that whole moment traumatized her oh yeah no, I'm she sure. never came back to the room after that like oh and i feel God. so bad <laughs> Shit. but if you're listening i love you i'm so sorry so, so but sorry you, you know like i just had to speak my mind absolutely because you know? we lived in a triple that was supposed to be a yeah. double room yeah when spellman had mm-hmm. triples and doubles i don't think they're ever crazy. gonna go to triple again because like the doubles the way they're set up now it's so nice in there like there's so much room and it's crazy because we didn't get that oh hell no no we got like the we got worst, chaos like, trial and error like okay we're gonna see if this works. they used to call spellman the jungle because they used to put it used to be like upperclassmen housing and it used to be like ridiculously like just rowdy when my brother went here oh my he said it, it was crazy your brother went here yeah he graduated 2019 wow. things were way different back then wow yeah like it was crazy 
I heard that people, there was one time, um, somebody was throwing a party in here and they left the window open. It was during a blizzard, right? Somebody's bimbo dumb ass left the fucking faucet on in this private bathroom, right? And they were like, you know what? Let's just keep it on and have an ice skating rink in the bathroom. So they close the door and they leave the water going and then the fucking floor starts to freeze and then fucking facilities comes because they're getting noise complaints from the room. They come in the fucking bathroom. They start slipping all over the fucking and they're like what the fuck is going on and fucking like, stanley cup like, oh, set up in there make, we wanted to make a fucking ice ice rink like what are you talking it's like <laughs> did you bring your skates or like what's you get the memo or what like people were wilding I out i don't like, understand like like bubbles you know what i mean when people have those bubble things go cr- i get that ice water that makes damage <laughs> like that's that was psychotic like that was like i am so drunk to the point where i don't give a fuck what's going on i just want to have a good time but then when facilities came and the Mm-mm. ras came shit nope. just hit the fucking the vibe band. just like goes down i got so drunk this weekend you did yeah 150 dollar uber charge because like yeah oh yeah you were telling me yeah you were telling me in class you here's the like- thing here's okay here's here's my question why are our bodies made so that we can like we can drink like motherfuckers in our teens and then we hit past 21 and i can't fucking go out anymore like i can't drink like my body is so old <laughs> I, can't, I can't like it takes me, i'm still recovering it's tuesday like i'm still recovering it was saturday like it was saturday night and like no i'm not saying like i went out i would no pregame with a couple claws went out there went to one bar went to ireland i had like a vodka crayon i think i had a couple of those and then we go to another bar and the thing is i meet this italian guy with a nice ass <laughs> restaurant <laughs> michelin star rated his wife's ukrainian she like was adopted from ukraine meets my boyfriend so she's talking to dan i'm talking to this guy who's his family's from calabria the same part of italy as well he's Uh got this really nice restaurant maria in new rochelle he's like here's my card come get food whenever on me i'm like lit buys me like two tequila shots another vodka crayon blackout we got back at like 6 30 what (laughs) like what happened from here to here all right so this is what i've heard because Thank you, Hope. Hope was here helping God me bless because Hope. Jesus, You're the best. She, like she slayed. She found me in my bathroom, which is why my pants and my shirt is still in the corner right there because like I haven't moved them yet. Like they're still there. Like no, I can't. I can't even think about it. She said I was shirtless, puking in the toilet, and I look at Hope and I go, bro, like what? Like no no recollection i i don't even remember getting into the building and like i mind you i'm not a drinker i don't drink really like i'm not the biggest i'm, not, I'm a lightweight i just don't do it and it's because like i have the personality of someone who's already fucked up so it's like yeah i'll call to somebody that's already fucked up yeah. oh my god then you get like a 50 150 uber charge and then you're like oh, maybe i should have shouldn't have went out so <laughs> long story short be nice to your uber drivers and Oh my god, remember and, that line? Uber Jobber? Uh, I never went to Uber I went never to Uber Jobber. And regulate your drinking and know how much you can take because sometimes... Also, make sure you're with yeah. the right people because... And you're of legal age. I'm also... like, yes. well, I'm of legal age, okay? I'm an old, yes, almost 23-year-old. <laughs> legal drinking. Yes. And safe drinking because, like, no one drove, you know, my... Like, Dan, amen, love you. Made sure I got home and okay, but <laughs> holy... <laughs> like, no, seriously. Like wakes up he's like you smell bad and i'm like well Damn, sir thanks i was throwing up in the toilet and didn't I, even realize yeah, like what I, was going on i woke up and didn't even know we got home so thanks but you know i perks of being a lightweight save money that's a, yeah no like i i don't drink mostly i'm mostly a smoker so like 
it's legal. You know, exactly. Like, legal, legal. Stop, stop ragging on potheads. This is a TSA, exactly, everyone. Because, PS, shut up. Like, you don't know why people do it. Some people do it for, you know, like, people have eating disorders. People have fucking mental problems. It helps with anxiety. Like, even if it didn't work for you, don't shit on somebody that it works for. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And it's like, first of all, let's talk about the opioid addiction that's like increasing yeah. every year in this mm-hmm. country let's let's talk about that let's talk about like all and the pill mills that were around to make here marijuana recreational you know so why you know why it was illegal right doing like why? originally because they thought that it made white women want to sleep with black men what so that's originally why marijuana became illegal is because white men wanted to keep black men from you know seducing their wives and they just made up the thing that yeah absolutely I it was a hispanic thing no nah. well it was being, like it was blacks I mean, yes, and hispanics fucking racist but well, you know either way it was pocs either way it was like okay no marijuana makes any poc want to sleep with our women so we're gonna like make it illegal because That's it ridiculous. makes them want to because weed doesn't get you high it just makes you want to sleep with somebody of color i mean are, what what the what? what about drinking bro the- think about drinking like people people like to say that they can excuse behavior like fucking let's talk about amy schumer real quick okay Ooh. there was one thing that i read recently where i was like it was something about like amy schumer being a rapist i was like oh amy mm. schumer being mm-hmm. a rapist okay trigger trigger warning i'm just letting you guys know this is a trigger warning for anybody that doesn't like to talk about rape i'm gonna talk about this story Amy Schumer was talking about how she, during college, she felt like she wasn't attractive and that she wanted some attention. And there was this one guy that would keep hitting her line every time that he was, like, blackout drunk, knowing that he was blackout drunk, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, you know what? This one time, I just want attention. I just mm. want to feel wanted. And I know that he's going to make me feel wanted because he's in this state, right? So she yeah. goes to his room and has sex with him without him fully realizing what is going on. Now, people like to say, oh, well, it was consensual because he went ahead and like talked to her first. But it's like, do you understand how your mind works when you're drunk? Like, you really don't know what is going on. Like, everything is like you're like everything is flowy your mind is everywhere if you've taken enough drinks and you're blackout just like that you don't remember what you're mixing other substances too like people forget that like if you're taking like prescription medication like in the morning throughout the day and then you're going out at night yeah that That has an effect on yeah which is why like i have to control how i drink because like you know i take things for my anxiety and everything and yeah i'm totally safe with it that day i didn't take anything that day knowing that it has the effects but some people don't know exactly like people think that you could take pills and just like be safe but people die from that shit that's like, why don't like, force your friends to drink too like if they're exactly. saying they're not drinking go fuck yourself like especially if they on any antidepressants or any shit like that yeah. do not put it in their face absolutely but the story with amy schumer long story short she pretty much like addressed that as her not raping him because he consented to it but in reality he was blackout drunk probably didn't remember what was going on and she just took advantage of him you know so long story short women can sexually assault men mm-hmm. it's not just men mm-hmm. it is not just men anybody and can a, do it to anybody a lot of people think they're like well how do women rape men the same way that men rape women they Which, stick their shit the trial right now with johnny depp and his ex-wife what's going on right now that? he's he's um in a lawsuit right now because he um she was like emotionally and uh physically abusing him 
and like really? yeah i thought that he was doing no. that shit to her because she like showed like see Bruce pictures the, and all that shit the Is media that just makeup like the media that's that's her manipulating if you see and you like go into the background of it like he's been he's just been it's so sad to see like, you could see by body language like the pe- people don't understand it's like you don't need to hear them say like oh i'm being abused to know that somebody's being abused in any scenario mm-hmm. there's all types of warning signs there's all types of red flags like physical signs there's just the way people talk the way anything moves them triggers like, them look at fucking past interviews look at the way that they interact with one another look at the fucking red carpet like yep. you can you can put on an act but your body could be saying something else absolutely you know what i mean mm-hmm. exactly and it's like you know there's a lot there's like a lot of smart people out there and people forget that like you know that the tabloids think that they can spew like one story but then they forget that we have our own brains and our own like you know way of looking at something and thinking of it like you know objectively subjectively anyway you know what i mean just looking at something and they're like no 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 johnny depp's doing the abusing huh? no man like there's some fucked there's up shit on both sides there's always two sides to yeah the i'm not story. saying johnny depp's 100 percent innocent of not course, at all but no, i'm just like, saying it's definitely not a one-sided in thing each, uh-uh. in every relationship there's oh again there's always two sides two to, to the tango. story but you know even if somebody was doing something wrong, that doesn't mean the other person wasn't doing anything wrong either. Oh, yeah. Just because she's a woman doesn't mean anything. You Absolutely. could still be a piece of shit and be a horrible, you know, person oh, yeah. to your partner, mm-hmm. regardless of your gender. Oh, yeah. Period. Yep. I've seen some shady shit with, like, guys and stuff going, like, these last four years, especially, like, going out and stuff. Like, you know, like, you see people in do different you, lights. Do you remember the one... Okay. Do you remember that one party from freshman year where the soccer team was, like, throwing a party at that house that was down the street yeah. and they made it a white-only party? No. You don't remember that? No. So this guy named Chris, I don't know his last name, oh but he used gosh. to be... But I think he's on the basketball team. I yeah. don't know. We stand you. We love you. Mm-hmm. Um, He... I remember him Snapchatting me being, like like we were all gonna go to that party See, it doesn't right? make sense because there's like two white guys on the soccer team exactly. it was like oh we're lit we're lit we're lit we're lit and then you know like he's walking up to the place and then he turns around and he snapchats me he's like don't go i was like why are we not going and then he was like they just said that it's a white only party they're not letting black people in so there's a bunch of black people outside that are confused and fucking getting angry what? at these people for throwing a party in somebody not even their own house like it's just the the fucking soccer house so then after that i'm pretty sure like half the soccer team got suspended or expelled or something like that oh my gosh. but that was a crazy scenario i remember hearing that freshman year and i was like what? in riverdale like how are we doing this in riverdale that's what i'm saying dude? i'm like you came to school in the bronx like go to fucking like go to connecticut i'm being from connecticut go to darien or greenwich or fairfield university for fuck's sake south and then they'll yeah they'll accept literally (laughs) as disgusting as that sounds that's literally how it is like i remember funny enough i was in arizona right before coming to college so it was for my senior like senior grad gift from my mom my uncle so i go to arizona with them and we're in this pool and we're talking to this black guy who's from texas and he's just like getting to know us, asking where we're from, why we're here and all that. And my mom was like, they just started sparking conversation. Like, oh, we're thinking about, because my mom has always wanted to go to um, uh, Dallas, go see what, like just, you know, travel, see what's going on. But then the guy looks at us and he's like, like, if you go there, like they won't, you're not white. Like he looks at me, my mom and my uncle and says like, you wouldn't, you'd, you'd be considered black. Like you are not white. Mm-hmm. And I saw that and I'm just like, you know, the fuck. But then also I go back to freshman year when I met my friend Maddie, who's from California, she also told me if I were to go back to Cali in her high school, I wouldn't be considered white. 
either really? because of my dark features and everything like because i have dark hair dark eyebrows dark brown eyes everything like be considered like hispanic yeah like i'm like an ethnic like an, another ethnicity like an, seriously crazy. and i'm just looking at like holy fuck no wonder this country is so like <laughs> it's, it's just the way that you were talking to the guy you know what i mean absolutely and that already says enough. yeah and he's just like he, and we told him like our entire backstory like family and everything he's like yeah no he's like you're way too dark for texas and i'm just like whole and this is a black that's guy crazy. this is a black guy from texas telling me and my family this like that's how insane it is but i'm just like holy fuck imagine them you know what i mean like then you realize holy shit if i'm considered dark at imagine the black communities in these like these states like holy fuck you know what i mean but it's like i i hate the fact that i'll never understand you know what i mean which is all the only reason when when you go to places like that it's like a totally different world absolutely like every time i go to florida like even like yeah i like the fucking yeah i like the fucking sun yeah it's nice but i'm starting to realize a lot of my family is migrating there like my grandparents live there now it's crazy my aunts live there my aunt lives in this fucking complex that's literally like a fucking theme park like you you it takes you 20 minutes to get to her house just when you enter into the thing and there's a tennis court there's a fucking school there's fucking two water parks there's shops people there. go there to you die literally, that's the thing like, like you go there you, you go there to die you don't need to go anywhere no. if you think about no, it you go there. Crazy. If, you're, if you're moving to florida you're not moving out you're done like that's it you're you're that's like bye that's like going in the fucking don't say gay bill that's Dude, going right. around there. i don't understand because like here's my thing like we're not telling kids they're not telling kids hey like figure out your sexuality no they're making it safe so that little johnny could come in and tell his friend like you know dan bobby you know about his two moms at home and like then you know bobby and oh you're gay oh you're gay no oh now i need to tell the teacher that you're gay because you just told me this it's like a sense of privacy but but then let's talk about fucking what is it louisiana kentucky some freaking state tennessee that's like legalizing child marriage so like what are the priorities in this country like fuck the gays but we'll fuck the kids i'm confused it's just like it it really stuns me because it's just it's also really upsetting because like i also don't see my family really speak about this and knowing that like we are like gay positive and we love everybody like my family is very accepting oh yeah it's just like why are you guys not saying anything mm-hmm. about this like is this not alarming to you yeah. but in reality i kind of think that like they don't care at the same yeah. time and i never understand why my like my mom like whenever i talk, get in these conversations with them and like because especially when um the whole George Floyd incident happened, right? And the whole Black Lives Matter protest really became like coming back and like really going. And like my mom, at first she had that mentality because of course she's watching the news and she's seeing just the violence. And I look at my mom and I was like, you can't just look at the violence. I look at her, I'm like, mom, like this is a race that's trying and begging and screaming and pleading to stop killing them because of their They've race literally been trying for decades this has been years this is not just like it's a not one new year thing. This and that's what gets me happening. mad like i'm not angry that like people are racist i'm angry that people are still racist like after everything after having the first black president after having a first female black vice president now we're having the first female black like supreme they court just justice don't like change they love tradition like especially the south that like runs half of this fucking country you know but then, what I but mean? then you can't preach that this is the country of 
Oh, like, this country of freedom. No. Freedom of speech, freedom of, of will. Like, everybody's accepted. Like, we're the melting pot, right? Why do you think there's undocumented immigrants in this fucking place? Like, you really think... No, it's out of fucking fear. They fucking fear this place. It's yeah. not some fucking bullshit. Absolutely. And it's like... And people... And it's sad to me, too, when people don't know what's going on in Ukraine right now. And people don't know what's happening on the world right now. Because it's like... Shit is scary. Bro, the fucking Russian embassy right next to our school. Let me tell you right now. Right next this, door. There's this guy. There's this guy that stands outside of there. I saw him the other day. All he does all day Dude, for hours uh, is bring this I can't believe you know that. You know flag. that's the Russian fucking embassy. Yeah, it Some is Some people Russian don't know that, that what that is. Yeah, no, a lot it's of the Russian do, embassy. Like, like, I've seen it since I was a little kid. And, it, you, and at first, like, you could actually see what was inside of it. But then they started, like, blockading it, putting barricades up. Now they have a whole police car outside. Yeah. outside for reference that's sure. where the russians stay when they yeah, come into this country yeah. like that's sovereign territory for yeah. them it's like for very like corporate officials very like faint like yeah like famous if putin was coming. industrial people mm-hmm. yeah like if putin was fucking coming he would show up there and there's not only one russian embassy there's russian embassies all over the u.s yep. so like it, and also this russian it fucking stands out like, yeah you could see only it. tall see building the flag it too. is this white tall building in the middle of bumblefuck fucking riverdale yep and this guy he's just outside with a fucking american flag and all he does every five seconds is fucking talk to some guy somebody just walking down the street either he like spits on a fucking russian person that just walks out mind you they have nothing to do nothing. with what is going on in their country they're literally here the like, amount of they, russians that are protesting like the russian citizens protesting and exactly. being arrested you know it's 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 really putin versus everyone else at and this they're point. in favor for ukraine which is like the big like people are not understanding just because you're russian doesn't mean oh yeah i'm automatically fucking with putin and everything that he's saying no yeah. it's just like any other race it's just like yeah. any other type of people yeah. you can have different sides yeah like what what is not clicking steven yeah like yeah i always like ask my brother this or like ask my family this it's like you know every every serious like h- historical event that's happened say it would have happened to us they say like the u.s so flashback if we hadn't dropped the atomic bombs the atomic bombs were dropped on us how different it would have been seen versus us being nuked right versus us nuking something like we're doing it no because we're protecting our country right someone else were to do it terrorists or they're trying to like something right But but they're protecting their country this is what i'm saying so, so like I I don't understand the double standard of like you know us being the this this country that we can touch everything but we pe- can't be touched you know it's just a favoritism thing that's it's what like I mean. this is my country like it's this the is arrogance. my hometown I do what I want you know fuck other countries this yeah. is the best country in the world like you hear everybody say like America God bless America yeah. everybody loves America but like you ever think about like why other countries do the things that they do and no other country calls us america because first of all there's if nobody didn't know this there's a north america and there's a south america and to every other country out there we're called like the west the states because they get confused because there's another america so that's that we call ourselves that we made that up in reality you really should be calling us the states or the u.s because we're not we're not we're not there's another america in, in this world like people need to be mindful of like everyone else it's become so like just us, it's just us, because us. we're caught we i mean fucking the u.s was colonized like, yeah. to begin with we are on stolen land this is Dude, not our the land amount of wars. And i love people love people love to say oh we this is our land we we founded this land we were 
what is, what about Native Americans? What about all the other people that used to live here that you just walked up in and were like, oh, this is cute. What's your name? Boop. Now we're going like, to kill you. I got DNA tested. I got fucking DNA tested. Did any? Did it come up American? N- no. Like, there's no, no just straight American. It's like European. The only thing like, that makes me American know. is the fact that I was born here, which I think is just such a cop out. You know what I mean? Like, I hate the fact that like, yeah, I'm and I've lived here my whole life, but like I wasn't raised in the American culture. You know what I mean? I was raised in like my Italian culture through and mm-hmm, through, you know, mm-hmm. Sunday dinner still. And it's like, but that's the same for everyone, right? Everyone, unless they're like in the South, really. Like, there's. I grew up with Puerto Rican culture yeah. because I'm Puerto Rican. Yep. And like a lot of people, when they hear that, they're like, what? You're Puerto Rican? Like, you do not like, look Puerto Rican. I'm like, yeah, that? I don't look Puerto Rican, but that doesn't mean I'm any less Puerto Rican. Yeah, it's the same Rican. thing when like, people like think I was gay by the way I dress. Like, Oh my god. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be rude with you. I did think that you were that you were a little lesbian. I love at that one though. Point, but like But I love that because like so many people like everyone was able like I can talk to anybody regardless of anything, which I think is awesome and like, you know, a pretty dope thing like skill to have. But like I don't care who you're fucking, what you're wearing, I don't care as long as you're not a dick. As soon as you become a dickhead, mm get the fuck out of my face. You know, you know what I mean? Like So what what's your sexuality, Tina? I mean I guess I'm straight because, like, I haven't really... I haven't dated any other gender. Have you, like, ever found women attractive? Oh, definitely. I feel for sure. Because I, I feel like, in a way, as you get older, you realize that it's not necessarily the physical aspects of a person that you can find attractive. It's the personality. It's, like, you know, the type of person they are. Their interests. Having things in common. How they make you feel. So you think mentally you fuck with women but not in like a romantic sense i think i could fuck with both honestly like i could i could genuinely if i really took the time to kind of you know get to know somebody but also the intimidation of kind of going into like the lgbtq community like i give you guys a lot of fucking credit out there like you guys are just fucking popping off like respect love you guys like my uncle's gay if i hadn't had a gay uncle my prom dress would have been fucking lacking okay i would not have popped off (laughs) let me tell you all right a gunkle's the best thing that could ever happen your gunkle the best shout out Franj. (laughs) shout out Franj. he lives in queens he's been in queens for like 30 plus love him but yeah no i've never yeah i mean am i against it no but I did meet a guy, Dan, and I love him. Hey, and, Dan. you know, things just work out. And that wasn't planned at all either. So, like, you know what? I feel like you shouldn't go out looking for something. I feel like you should just go out being you and then things just kind of fall into place. Yeah, like, I mean, I was figuring out my sexuality in high school. And literally all throughout high school, I thought that I was a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Like, li- like straight up, I was like, fuck men. Men suck. I only like women, love women, right? Yeah. So the whole time I was dating girls... The one time I actually switched back to a guy that mm-hmm. really questioned my sexuality was yeah. when I met my ex-boyfriend, Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got together like senior year. And during that whole time, I was like, wait, am I actually a lesbian? Like, wait, do I actually like like men? Like, yeah. is he like actually paying attention to the things that I talk about and like listening? Like, I always like assumed or just like through my past relationships, I always had this connotation of men where it's just like men hate women Mm -hmm. they think that they are superior all the time they never want to like hear about what a woman has to say so like i know other women who are emotionally inept will understand the things that i go through but in reality i had to like come full circle and be like wow like men actually have emotions and they like care about what some women think if Mm -hmm. you meet the right person so that kind of shifted my whole gear so then i ended up just coming out as like pansexual like i like anybody 
I don't care who you are. I don't care what's in your pants. I really don't care. I don't care what your pronouns are. Like, if I like the person that you are, I'm going to like who you are. So. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that was I was a big, big supporter of that because, like, 2018, when I was my senior year of high school, I changed it. So, like, we had it so girls wore white gowns right for grad and boys wore blue. So, I said, fuck that because there was a lot of people, there were students that were complaining because they weren't able to identify as the gender that they wanted to on graduation because, you know, they were, they were like, I want to. I want to be female. I want to be male. And they weren't allowing it. So I said, fuck that. Let's change it. So I talked to the principal and we ended up getting like five or six different options of all the same color, blue with some white because our colors were blue and orange with some white. So we ended up getting these brand new, we all voted on them, uh, the whole school. They were blue with white and the crest. And it was the first graduation where everybody was finally, the first time in my high school's history that everyone was wearing the same color gown. And it looked like it looked like fucking dope but the backlash when it was in um the process of happening um somebody like leaked a picture that it could have been one of the gowns like it was an orange one but we were gonna pick that one Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden the pto the parents were fucking brutal like shout out to all you racist fucking asshole bitch asses (laughs) fucking homophobic pta fucking members from you know who you are from fucking the class of 2018 fuck you like and my mom had to go up there and like defend me because she's like they're trying to talk all this shit about these gowns are they're gonna look like clowns they're gonna look so bad like why do they have to change everything and it's not your fucking graduation yeah, like, it's not your graduation like, why does it why does it matter to you like i'm really sorry times are changing wake the fuck up like they like, used to send people who were gay to insane asylums like why are we trying to act like we treated everyone so nicely therapy. you know what i mean like why are we acting like this is like something that shouldn't be happening why are people surprised like why are people surprised when black lives matter you know are getting overly fucking like i don't know pissed off like why consistently advocating for their rights oh sorry it annoys you that people aren't getting accepted the way that you are maybe if you actually took the time to read what people are saying then maybe you would understand but people don't want to read stuff that they don't feel any interest for and this is i'm just one thing i'm going to say about the blue lives matter movement it's not the fact that i hate when people are saying like oh like you say that all cops are bad no but what you when you have an entire system where cops don't hold other cops accountable for their actions you're just saying that it's okay yeah like as somebody whose father is a second class homicide detective when all of this stuff was coming out about ACAB and all of the protests like my parents were very much like we don't want you going down in the city we don't want you down there we don't want you getting pepper sprayed but i'm like i'm here to advocate for these people's fucking rights like yeah. i'm a whole ass adult like and i get it it's for my safety but i don't think you guys understand yeah and then when i started preaching about a cab and when my parents saw it they literally almost like disowned me for talking about the fact they were like they were so hung up on the fact that it said all cops are bastards right Mm -hmm. it's like you're calling your father a bastard you're calling your uncle a bastard think about all the people in your family that are cops and whatnot it's like you're not understanding if you actually read the slides you'd understand that the phrase is meant for shock value Mm -hmm. it's not meant to say that literally each person that is a cop is a bad person it's the fact that you guys are all a part of a system that is not 
racially justified yeah. like it is just so fucked up and the fact that none of you guys are speaking up about it because you're in fear of losing your jobs why would you want to be part of a job that doesn't accept people and is doing all of these things oh because it's not a part of my job so i'm not gonna speak on it because i'm not the one doing the killing i'm not the one doing the stabbing you're a fucking cop then you're adding to the problem like you're you know what cop. i mean like if, if you're not breaking it or stopping it you're up, adding to it exactly if a cop were to speak up about these actions it would change the fucking they game act, but the thing is the, they act so shady when when this when anything happens you know what i mean if cops weren't so shady with oh they're getting put on you know they're paid leave right they're getting put on oh yeah, we're gonna see if like they're gonna get charged or they just lose their job or get transferred you know what i mean they they own up to it if you shoot an unarmed black white hispanic anybody any person unarmed just admit it admit what you did especially when it's on video like it's how like, are you denying you it when it's on video body cam and you're gonna tell me you didn't do what you did like that one lady who said that oh i thought that i thought it was pulling out a taser and i pulled out my gun and i glocked this fucking and kid. she was like seven years on the force i'm like the, like like a taser is yellow motherfucker um, ca- like, a fucking gun is black as a day like there is no in between like how do you how do you not tell the difference and it really opened my eyes too because like living in danbury how like diverse that school was when trump was elected the day after i wasn't at school that day but it was trending on twitter there was a guy who came to the parking lot at my school with a trump sign screaming like you're all getting fucking deported you fucking illegals quote to minors to kids high schoolers like freshmen soft leaving school screaming this the day after like this wasn't even a month no 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 no. this was a day after he got elected not even inaugurated yet not even nothing the day after he was elected and then you try to act like racism is not a problem in this country like it's like just don't just stop trying to just the thing is what i hate about this country is that we don't admit when we're wrong we don't admit when we're at fault and that's the problem because then we don't fix anything it's like when we try to like put everything under the rug oh yeah no no, no, no. like for like, example, no, these like, things happened. Like we're so obsessed with, look, like look. For example, freaking Will Smith getting banned from the Oscars, right? All right, oh let's talk about the oh all the other sexual offenders and fucking you know predators that are in Hollywood that are still invited to the Oscars year after year after year after year and still have their Oscars and predators and nobody gives a fuck. But the minute some guy comes up to slap somebody, you gonna ban him for ten years? Ten years? First off, their whole marriage is a fucking nightmare. They oh, yeah. should just all divorce and just, they just separate. Got, they have so much shit going on. So much. Like, Jada's saying shit. He's saying shit. And it's like, you don't know whose side. That's nah, the way that Jada said, I didn't need him to do that. The way, the the way she said, I didn't want to marry him. She's like, I didn't want to marry him. I know. I fucking know, bro. I'm just like, what do you mean? Like, what do you like bro you guys have been together this whole time and now you're gonna say something this is why i think that is all for the fucking drama hell yeah this is what fucking gonna have like a red table talk movie pop up like coming in you know what i mean it's just like this is what famous people do that's what i think it's also with like the whole kim and pete situation i think that's very confusing and just i honestly think it's real i I know it's real no i know it's weird but I see them, and it's not the same as, like, when she was with Kanye or when she was with that Chris Hem- that Hem- whatever that fucking guy was. That, the guy that she that got ni- had 70 sex, days. Yeah, sex yeah, yeah. tape. Yeah, that motherfucker, yes. too. I look at it, I'm just like, I'm like, oh, shit. And, I mean, you're being honest. If I'll be honest with you, like, he's the type of guy where, like, 
you, you forget a, like you realize oh shit it is about like the personality and like the type of family you come from because like you know his dad was killed in 9-11 he's got some real trauma shit going on behind you know what i mean that make that's what makes him so funny Wait, kanye no 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 uh pete oh pete yeah really yeah his dad I his dad was that. a firefighter he died in wow. 9-11 yeah yep and he's that a comedian so of course the funniest people take like the comedy from the trauma that they yes. have you know so but it's like he's he just, just seems like a like a normal guy you know what i mean just with a lot of money and fame i guess because of the timing of everything it made it oh yeah no kanye just needs to get on meds stunt like oh yeah definitely you know there was this thing that came out about him like having north on his lap on the on this golf cart that they were driving on and people thought that that was really weird i don't know like I just think that he's just it. trying to be, like, a good boyfriend. Like, he's oh, not yeah. their fucking dad. No. But, you know, the least he could do is, like, be somewhat of, you yeah. know, somebody for them. Well, Kanye was a little off the rails. Like, he literally, when I, whenever I we tell somebody, he's green, like, green, he's like, green. Well, he's like, for my kid, kid, kids. <laughs> for when my kids, kids, kids. Stop kids. it, I can't, I can't. It's like, just take your lithium, bro. It's like, but he literally has admitted it. He literally said it. He was just like, I'm bipolar slavery was a choice (laughs) (laughs) like you're gonna tell me somebody who's like mentally sane you know what i mean like like i'm not saying he can't get better i'm just saying he needs to get like regulated with the with the ups and downs because those tours and he would start crying on the stage dude his twitter was was crazy oh my god like that was that was someone in a manic state like we need to put him on a house on a prairie like give him some cows you know have a little buddha moment Maybe shave his hair a little bit. Bro, not the, have that uh, fucked up hairstyle that he tried to do that one time as like a little statement. You the know amount I mean? of like like pop culture stuff that's happened these last four years. Like Kobe died while we were in college. Yeah. I woke up from a nap yeah. to that. Like that at two thirty in the afternoon. I think I was just like on the train and I saw the notification. I was like, wait, like him and his daughter. I like, was so what? I thought it was a hoax. I was like, wait, is that April Fool's Day? I was like, oh shit, like what's going on? Because I was like, no shot. Like he wouldn't have been. Like, I was like, someone either had to kill him or, like, you know what I mean? Or something, because that's Kobe. Yeah. That was sad. Oh, shit, fuck. But I honestly feel like with all this stuff going on really has, like, helped us grow throughout these last four. Like, I feel like our generation coming out of college right now is, like, we're good. Yeah, I mean, I think especially because of COVID, mm. that was a really big pushover fuck for yeah. a lot of people, especially art majors. Listen, shout out to us art majors, because we really need that physical interaction because literally I had a printmaking class and then the minute that COVID hit, it turned into a drawing class. And Insane. it's because you don't have a fucking printmaker in your fucking house. That shit is like a thousand fucking dollars. You don't have it. And so the fact that I wasn't able to fully learn that potential like skill that I See, could have. See, that's crazy to me. You telling me that because on my perspective, it was like I didn't have a season for soccer, right? So you're telling me that like, for art like, majors, I pretty what much like fucked up, like like n- like the whole system for art majors was fucked up because it's Damn. like it's not just a visual thing. It's yeah. like no, I have to physically like there's materials like, learn there's, the material. Yeah. So like it was crazy because we were just at the point where we were like gonna put the paint on the slab and like put it through the machine mm-hmm. and it's like boom, COVID hits. Now we're just drawing pictures, random pictures every fucking class on big blue button and 
fuck big blue big button fuck uh, big blue uh, button uh, and and <laughs> i mean listen i love you professors but fuck the professors that don't even bother to learn big blue button because the ones that would just send out random <laughs> announcements being like all right you know this is the homework for the for the week um you know that if you have any questions you can email me between these times but then after that you can never email me again and the next week comes and it's like what the fuck i like what am i learning the textbook myself like i could just fucking do this myself i could just have little reminders being like hey do this yep. well, i don't need a fucking professor to tell me to do this yep. like that was the worst you're paying time money for this online the, the first transition to online school that was like the that was the worst the worst i hated it like it was it was there was no like i was already in like done with school mode one of my, yeah no that really like put me through a lot of shit like being like at home all the time and not being able to go outside and not being able to see people like i'm an only child so that really hit because like my friends are like i see them as my family like i see them as my like little siblings like my fucking weirdos and to not have like that interaction was something that really bothered me because at that time i was going out like every single day going to my friends houses going out doing you're young you know yeah whatever doing dumb shit and then the minute that covid hit all that shit went down the drain and it's like you stop for a minute and you start like thinking about yourself you're like what the fuck am i doing with my life like yeah am i just here for the friends or am i yep. just am i here for myself like what is going on and then you just fucking spiral it's yep. crazy i think it was a covid it's like it was a blessing and a curse because i feel like for the first time everybody was stuck to like face their own demons in a way because like bars were closed people who drank to forget couldn't go do that people who needed to go smoke couldn't go do that right they all everyone's vices I everyone's mean, escapes you, you could Good. no 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 that's the thing you could the, the thing is is that people with addiction like I, i'm gonna say now covid did give me a drug addiction like being addicted to psychedelics that was a really big state of my life which is also my capstone so you should come and see it i'm just letting you know it's on may 2020 no it's on april 28th april 28th in the library anyways my whole capstone is about my drug addiction um but it pretty much like opened me up to realizing like wow like am i really just spending all this money on drugs because i feel like i have no other reason to spend this money like not even on myself like self-care like oh let's get you know nice clothes or like some face wash or like some self-care like let's do a little bubble bath no we want to buy fucking a queue of shrooms we want to buy fucking tabs of acid we want to buy fucking a shitload of weed for no reason like i'm not even done with the batch that i already have and now i'm gonna buy three more just because i have money Mm -hmm. and it's like and because of unemployment that didn't fucking help because literally you're getting six hundred dollars like every week on a sunday and then that shit racked up and now it's like oh my god like now i have almost ten thousand dollars in my bank account what am i gonna do with all this money so like that really put me through a loop but then after a while like a lot of friends sat me down and like addressed to me like wow this is like you know this is really a problem like you have to like what do you do to help get out of the situation I was like I don't know I just think I need to go outside like because I've been stuck in this house for so long so I go ahead and I decide you know what let's meet up with some friends and 
let's go outside. So we go outside and we have a day and it was a really good fucking day. And it made me realize like, I don't need these drugs to live and I don't need to be in a trip forever to have a good time. Mm -hmm. Like the first time I tried acid, I already was like, I don't want this trip to end. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want it to end. And the thing is, is that if you smoke weed, that will enhance your trip and make it prolong more or feel like it's prolonged more. So I would smoke consistently. And the thing is, when you're on acid, you don't feel that shit at all. You could smoke a whole fucking bong. That's crazy. Yeah. And then boom, it's like, now I'm fucking now like I didn't even feel that shit. Let me do another one. It's like what? Like yeah. calm the fuck down. Mm-hmm. But when you're first trying out these drugs, it can be addicting. Any drug can be addicting. People like to say that weed can't be addicting. I'm telling you right now, I literally bought O's for no reason just because I had money. Like ounces of bud and smoke them consistently just to get high for no reason because I was addicted to being in that state. So yep. That's what I'm telling you right now. And also, I'm telling you that as somebody who was an addict, you can 100% get out of it. If you have the right friends, the right support system, if you feel like you need help, please talk to, like, your physician, psychiatrist, literally anybody. Like, that's what helped me the most get out of that state. And I think that COVID definitely taught me a lot. All those trips have taught me a lot. Like, I still trip to this day. It's a wonderful experience um you just have to be safe with it and don't get addicted like please regulate yourself because that shit could really fuck up your life yeah absolutely i'm really happy you (laughs) shared that well because you already you already told me the story so i knew about the story yes but i did but i did tell you that i did want to talk about it oh yeah give some sort of insight to people if you are dealing with some sort of absolutely you are not alone Mm -mm. like just because you're in college doesn't mean anything less just because we're in a catholic college doesn't mean anything at all like it doesn't matter like Like, you can be an addict at any age exactly Like, like if you get if you get put around you may not be around the wrong people but if you're around the wrong substances at the wrong time especially when i was dealing with people that i realized were not my friends Mm -hmm. i realized that there was a lot of people in my friend group that were predators and abusers and rapists so it really stunned me and i didn't know what to do without those people once i lost them so i thought that drugs were the only way because being around those group of people that's all they fucking did all they did was smoke weed every single day to the point where it's like we're just smoking weed like to the point where we're falling asleep Mm -hmm. together and not even hanging out yeah like we're supposed to be watching this movie and now everybody's half asleep on the floor and then yeah. we wake up at 6 a.m. and we're yeah. like, what just happened? Yep. What it's just like, happened? Oh, what was the the point of that? Yeah. yeah. I totally, I totally get where you're coming from. And it's like, don't be, like, don't treat people who have addictions like shit either. Because, like, I feel like people just look at addiction and they're like, oh, it's their choice. Bro, fucking do some fucking goddamn research they for fuck's sake. like, look at them like they're grimy people. Like, they, like, they're disgusting. Like, they're dirty. Like, they haven't showered in weeks or something like that. Like, no. Like, you can be as clean as a button and still be addicted to substances. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. And it's like, don't, and it, oh, God. Hey, bring me back to, like, you know, don't talk about people's fucking, like, body types and all that shit because you never know what anybody's fucking dealing with on the side, which all, which also pisses me off. And I hated when they were doing that, when they were, um, decriminalizing, like, a lot of the, um, Schedule 1 drugs, like, in, I think, what was it? It was, Oregon was the first uh, state or something like that, but people had a lot of problems with it because they're just like, oh, like, people are gonna be, like, doing all these drugs. I'm like, no, that's so people who are arrested because of anything related to drugs 
will not get penalized and stuck in a freaking system where they will get put in a make bond. All right, dump about in the street. They go back to doing drugs. Now they get taken and cared for and actually put into rehab and they're able to get the treatment that they need because drug addicts should not be arrested. The drug dealers should. Drug addicts in jail for the fact that they have an addiction that they could not control. Like you need to put those people in rehab in a facility where you know that they're going to get taken care of and not treated like some fucking crazy and then you go back and see where their addiction started and it's usually you know a kid who tore their acl in high school got painkillers prescribed to them for their surgery ended up getting addicted to the painkillers then they then they went to heroin people went to the gym yep same thing it can happen from the smallest thing and majority of the time it can happen to anybody anybody you don't even have to come from a fucked up fucking neighborhood oh hell no you can come from the richest neighborhood (laughs) in the world and still be addicted because if you think about it people who are rich have more money more money to spend on whatever they want and have more resources to find those drugs so don't even play absolutely absolutely it's just like you know when i'm like literally getting older it's just like fucking mind your business just mind your fucking self like, deal with your own shit. Because the last four years, I mean, I went down my my mental fucking break was, like, COVID around the same time, too. That's when I, like, lost all my weight, got super sick. But, like, definitely, like, had some reflection to, like, learn about who I was as a person. Both, like, physically, mentally, spiritually, everything. Like, all the above. I think I'm a completely different person than when I came in as, 100%. And yeah. I feel like all the bad situations that I've been in had been, like, turned out to be for the better, in a way. Because when my grandpa died i went through some shit so like depression anxiety all that you know use substances to cope it's just like the usual thing and then it's like but don't if you're going through that shit don't be like oh i'm the only person that has no like everybody everybody deals with shit don't be afraid to fucking talk about it which is another reason why i wanted to start this podcast because holy fuck what what is so bad about mental health like i don't understand like why can't people talk about that like normally it's just because of the system that we're in now it's still like very brand new mental health and like actually advocating for it for once you know and like like for for example like my dad has extreme anxiety extreme anxiety and it took him about 48 years to finally go and see a therapist about it and actually feel like he can talk to somebody because of the men mental stigma where it's like just suck it up and deal with it and you'll fucking get over it and it's like no if you have extreme anxiety like you need to get that treated but no it's just gonna be deemed as oh you're just like you're just anxious a little bit just a little bit like all the time but it's like no like people go through these things and it's like now that my parents are starting to figure out it's like it's hard for them to address that to their other friends who have the stigma of the same thing where it's like women are this way and men are this way and this is how it's going to be but i'm glad that our generation is becoming more aware of it especially with all the clubs that we have on campus like now club love club love gabby you are my shoddy because let me tell you right now i just did an event with her today walk a mile in their shoes shout out gabby and gab like clubs like that where it's you know bringing awareness to sexual assault and bringing you know and like people like dr erica pachardo shout out dr shout erica pachardo homies and her tiktok slay um but she like 
all the stuff that she talks about with sexual assault and all the stuff that we have on campus for that it's just such an eye-opener and i'm glad that it's becoming more of a normal kind of thing which is sad to say that like now it's becoming normal to talk about you know sexual assault and things that happen to people and actually advocating for like oh wow other people also go through these things as well and again back to gender norms is not just a woman it's also men it's also they thems i always feel bad because it's just like guys are probably going through it the most as well because like they're told to shut up like they're told to keep it in don't be a pussy like you know what i mean like and i have two brothers so like i've seen like them cry at home like i've seen them get upset about things like i've never seen them get upset in front of their friends before like when their friends are like i've never there's totally two different ways to go with that and it's like sad because i never really have seen my brothers really get vulnerable unless it was like with me or their girlfriends and that makes me think, like, what about the guys that don't have girlfriends or the guys that don't have boyfriends? Like, who who are they, like, venting to? They don't have no partner. They have nobody uh, emotionally. You know what I mean? Because sometimes some families, you know, are dickheads. And they're the same way. They're like, no, you're a guy. Like, you need to be man of the house. The next man coming up. And it's like, well, what the fuck are they supposed to do if society's telling them, like, you can't say anything? You know, keep it in. Mm-hmm. It's hard for them to voice those opinions. I'm very fortunate. My boyfriend is very, like, good about emotions and showing them. So is mine. Shout out having healthy relationships and good boyfriends. But, like, I think meeting Jordan was definitely something, like, I did not expect our relationship to happen. um, But I'm very happy that it did because he is somebody that I've never, he's a, a man that I've never met before, like somebody that's really like emotionally, like, like emotionally aligned, knows what to say, um, understands different things. We both have different like trauma that we both like are like, we both have similar trauma that we both relate to. Um, so it's just, it's a beautiful thing oh, like, yeah. to find people like that. And it's Absolutely. hard to find people like that. Oh, for sure. I always thought that I was going to end up alone. I'm just a lot to handle, you know, just, you know, everyone thought I was gay for a while. It's like, I was like, um, I was like a thing who, what is Tina? Who knows? You know what I mean? It's like, you got to kind of like talk to me, get used to it. So like, I kind of, and I was bullied in elementary school, middle school for like being the twig, twig bitch I am. Shout out. Mm. But I, I just got bullied for having severe acne and I got called pizza face recently no not now no oh not now God. no I'm not like, now who's talking no, in, shit in high Stevie. school in high like, school they got balls in high school in high, like, school. In high school i'm gonna fuck with you bro oh yeah no people are fucking people are dickheads especially like calling you flat chested and shit when like, you're in middle school like bro uh, thank you i'm a kid I- i'm glad i have a kid <laughs> i'm underage thank thanks. you i'm really happy i look like a minor thank so you. thank thanks. you thanks. thank you for bringing thank you yes thank you and it's just like and even now it's just like when everyone's like oh my god Tina, you're so skinny i'm like mm, celiac disease like mm, adderall like you know that shit compresses Wait, your fucking literally i have an eating disorder do not talk about the way that i eat because then it makes me not want to eat in front of you and then it becomes like oh now i don't want to eat in front of anybody Oh yeah, and honestly, until I came to, until I came to college, it wasn't until like I realized like I got like so many. Tina, you're so skinny, especially being on the soccer team, right? I was the the shrimp one. Like I was like totally, and being one of the better players, it was kind of like breaking that stigma that like you have to be this like beefy person to be good at like soccer or whatever. I was quick with my feet, like I'm good technically. You're but, agile. Yeah, and like you know, and I was pretty healthy at the time too. But then, like, then my symptoms for celiac started to really hit me physically. But before that, I was, like, I was fine. So, like, they were 
Tina, I wish I was as skinny as you. And these are like sophomores and juniors oh, saying this to that. me, right? And that. I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. Like I'm hearing it all the time. I'm texting my mom back home saying, like, mom, like I'm I've never been skinny shamed before. And like I literally like am skinny shamed like every day of my life here. And then it wasn't until like I lost my complete weight. Like I've never really had like bad body issues because I've kind of like just like expected that, okay, I'm always gonna be this twig. But then when I lost my weight and I was down to like 104, I like would look at myself and I didn't know I was losing the weight. My mom's the one that noticed that I was losing it. And it wasn't until I started gaining it back that I was just looking at myself in the mirror and was just like, am I fat? And it's like, no, I'm healthy. I just No, now you're I, healthy. Like, I was unhealthy before completely. Yeah. I remember like sophomore year, I definitely like glorified my like anorexia body and like not like ever eating ever not taking care of myself because like nobody I guess like told me like oh this is like oh we're gonna go out to eat right now we're gonna go do do this like I would always do it by myself and like I would take pictures of myself and people be like wow like you have abs and it's like no I have abs because I'm extremely skinny and malnourished yeah please do not like look at me and think that that is what you want to be oh yeah like i remember like taking that picture and then looking at myself like now and i'd be like what the fuck like i thought that that was okay like i didn't even take pictures when i was at my skinniest oh my god i I wouldn't even i wouldn't like that's the thing i was so i was so embarrassed because the thing is when i came back when we when we got set home from covid and we were coming back the first time that's when i was like just diagnosed changed gluten-free and i was super skinny and we didn't have a soccer season that year thank god so well as i say everything does happen for a reason came back we're just practicing but like i I was tina freshman like i was tina that was like kicking ass on the soccer team freshman sophomore year right i'm coming back and holy shit i look like i have a fucking coke problem like it looks like i've literally been like i that and the one thing i'm thinking in my head is that's what everyone's gonna be thinking like oh what did tina do over fucking quarantine like why the hell does she look like that why does she look so sick because i genuinely looked like sick i was i was sick and i had to like go out and tell everybody firsthand like hey i just got diagnosed with celiac this is my situation this is what happened to my body this is what i've been dealing with so i had to like tell them everything about it and i that was the first one i noticed like holy shit i've actually like i've never been in the position where like i didn't i wanted to just crawl in like a hole and just not come out because it's just like i and i've always been sociable i've always wanted like i've always hung out with people and this is the first time where i was just like holy shit like i I don't even want to be myself and it's just like it was so hard for me to kind of accept my body for what it was and what it is now even though i'm still skinny but i'm not i'm not unhealthily skinny which is which is nice but when you're malnourished like it's because it was about as malnourished as you can get with anorexia because my body just i didn't have any nutrients and like doing that and not planning on doing that too is just as scary yeah and like getting full off of like the first bite off of something and then you don't want to keep eating it and then like people notice that you're doing that it's like oh you're not gonna eat all that i'm like fuck you i'm gonna eat it later like yeah. please don't you know comment on that i have like a small stomach too like you know what i mean like i can't eat like copious amounts of food all at once like i gotta digest a little bit bring it in like let it like, like i can't my, just shove my, it all down my stomach bloats like, yeah it bloats like crazy <laughs> after like a meal yep. and like some people just don't get it like not all bodies are the same like oh, yeah. people process food at different times have oh, different yeah. metabolisms mine's fast as fuck boy fast, fast as fuck boy fast as fuck boy fast as fuck boy <laughs> You my metabolism. That's a fuck boy. <laughs> but no, literally, like, it's always, like, until I think last summer, like, is when I started to actually, like, take care of my body and, like, actually, like, go to the gym. And then I'm like, wow, like, I feel good at the gym. Like, yep. you know, feeling, like, 
having like a really good workout and then like feeling so hungry afterwards and feeling like you can eat a whole meal that is like the best feeling in the world oh yeah yeah for the longest time too when i was sick i was just nauseous and couldn't eat so like i i totally take so much like don't take eating food for granted don't take like being able to eat certain foods for granted because like 100 percent. i wish i can go back and eat pizza like that's the one thing i miss i miss pizza i miss garlic knots i miss big ziti i miss like like that type of shit like i miss like a a legit like nice ah pizza you're just a pure italian bro bro like penne alla vodka pizza are you kidding fuck my shit up nona's fuck it up yo the penny oh my god nona's shout out to nona's bitch because that shit but like bust that pussy open for a t-bone okay not busting busting you bust that pussy open for a T-bone steak for fucking Ew. penny alla vodka for fourteen dollars. That shit is worth my fucking life. Literally, oh my god, the best thing ever. I I literally liked it so much that when I went back home, I asked like my local pizza shop to like put penne on it. I was like, can you do it, please? Just do it. And it's just a disappointment because it's not the same. Not the same. They valiant effort. I give them credit. They they tried their best, but it was not it. It's not it. I, I I could literally go to any Michelin star restaurant and it would still not be as good as fucking Nona's. Facts. Don't sleep on Nona's. Legit. Legit. Yeah. Jordan knows what's up. He knows what's up. There's like a deli being made like down the corner. I know you saw that. Oh, and now they're making something when we're leaving. Yeah, right? now. And it's called like dolphins or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. They're trying to make it like a Jasper's oh, fucking yeah, bullshit. Oh, like okay. Manhattan College. Oh, ooh, like. trying to like. I see how it is. Hmm assholes bitches <laughs> and then there's the smoke shop that's right next to it too and then they have a fucking bakery as that thing's well, look crazy though machine. have you been to that smoke shop yet that, no it, it looks, looks like so a cool. fever dream no, I don't it looks like a fever dream there's fucking the bart amount of simpson, leds bart simpson with like supreme <laughs> and like a backwood yep. and some other shit it's yep. like the fucking bermuda triangle going on yep, you like, walk in you won't walk them out the same Mm-mm. yeah there's like fucking there's snacks outside they got a whole tv I'm like, what's screen. going on I'm like, where do we think but like i think that's why they're doing it it's so tempting like you're like what is that i want to just figure it out well now it's like even more tempting because now the freshies are coming in and they're like now it's like oh they don't know about that fucking that that like shop that deli down in yonkers that'll that'll like not like check your id at all or anything gosh i can't oh i can't i just don't you know what don't sleep on the dagos dagos are awesome always a go-to for anything they're always a blessing literally at any time of the night too boom they're open shout out to jaspers i wish i could eat a nice hoodie swag oh my god hoodie swag hoodie swag on a hero that was my go-to i, you, I can't even you eat. gotta you have to try the jordan everything in there i can't eat <laughs> the jo- what's the jordan it's a it's a grilled cheese with pesto with like pesto parmesan oh my god i love bacon pesto. and chicken tendies Are you- what the and avocado mouthgasm there's like the jordan the jordan plus and the jordan supreme oh my god all three all the above give me them all (laughs) bro can you okay this is is not really off topic can you tell me what is celiac disease oh yeah for sure so celiac disease is basically an autoimmune um disease that affects my small intestines more specifically the villi on the top of my small intestines so on your small intestines you have these things called villi and that's what grabs all the nutrients from your food when you eat food when my body comes in contact with gluten those villi slowly get cut down like very like every every time so it's kind of like when my body gets in tune with gluten it just attacks itself so 
there's over 300 different symptoms too you can have of celiac so the, my first ones were kind of like anxiety depression I was losing my hair freshman year um I was throwing up uh my symptoms started in 2016 because I started to eat food and throw them up and think oh, I'm just overeating cool just something bothered me whatever then it turns out that like oh I was literally eating food it was sitting in my stomach and my body literally couldn't digest the gluten at all so I would have to throw it up so then I'm just like oh well if I'm throwing up the gluten every time I eat it majority of the time that my body's not getting any nutrients right so physically I was okay my body my weight was pretty solid and then all of a sudden um fast forward to covid we get stuck inside my anxiety gets so bad that i don't want to leave my house depression gets so bad i get very i get very suicidal to the point where i had to go to my mom and she was like my last resort because it got to the point where if that's the last like resort that your body's trying to tell you is like that's the only answer kill yourself kill yourself kill yourself you're like all right no i have to go figure something out because my entire life i haven't been like this so i'm just god you got help so i'm just thinking to myself like oh like there has to be a reason why i'm feeling like this all of a sudden like there has to be a reason and it's not just covid like there's something going on so then cut to my anxiety gets so bad and i start losing my weight i'm just thinking that it's the anxiety that's making me not eat you know making me lose the weight or whatever so then i start weighing myself every day morning and night we start i started at about like 117 next day next couple of days go like 115 next couple of days we start to get like 110 it wasn't until i started getting 109 and then we got to like 104 and in the span of six months i lost 36 pounds by like not doing like anything it was just me being at home just trying to live my life and everyone and everyone is noticing that i'm losing the weight except for me wow which is like insane to me because like i had no idea that i was looking this way and the amount of comments i would get about like from friends not knowing though like not knowing that I'm feeling this way or I'm sick or I'm taking seven naps a day because I'm super exhausted. Like I would wake up, walk out of my bed. My thighs would kind of like, there were no muscle. So the meat on my legs would kind of just rub against my bones and I could feel it. Like that's how, like there was, mm. like there was no nothing holding my body together and I would feel immediately faint. So I, no food is giving me the nutrients I need. So how the fuck am I? Like I had to call out of work a few times just to tell them I'm just not feeling well and I had to call my mom saying like mom like I'm really like I literally feel like I'm just gonna pass the fuck out and I'm not gonna like she's like all right drink water do this and it wasn't until I think it was 104 I told my mom I was like mom I'm my weight's too low now I have to go to the doctor and she's like all right so then I go to my pediatrician she weighs me and on the literally on the sheet my weight that I checked in on the last time I was there was like 130 so like and then now I'm like 104 and like my doctor's like, yes, yeah, something's going on. And the only like I called them, they're like, what's going on? I was like, I'm having like weight loss and I have no idea why. So I'm in my mind and I'm bruising too, like a bitch. And I've always bruised my entire life too. So I'm thinking to myself, so I have leukemia. Down. I'm thinking I have leukemia, bro. Like that's what I'm thinking. Like straight Holy up. Shit. Like I'm thinking I'm like, I have cancer. Holy I'm losing shit. weight. I'm bruising like a bitch ass. So she's like, all right, we're going to go get blood tests and we're running everything. So I get my blood test done and the girl does quick three vials. No big deal. Easy money. The bruise I got was from like the bot closer to my front wrist all the way up my arm. So my entire arm is bruised. It took an entire month for it to get unbruised. I think I might have a picture of it actually because that shit was just. Oh my God. That shit was crazy. So it took a month for that to heal. So then all of a sudden I'm casually getting, I'm casually walking down the stairs. Like I think it was like a week later. Like we got in a couple of days to be honest. And I'm walking down like, oh mom, I'm going to go get food. I'm gonna get like a bacon egg and cheese or something and she goes make sure it's gluten-free and I like stop and I'm like what she's like make sure it's gluten-free 
I'm like, what the fuck are you, what do you mean, Lou? What, what are you, ta- what are you talking like, about, Good Lou? morning. Like, how are you uh, doing? Like, I just walked down. Gluten free. She's like, yeah, you have celiac. I'm like, what? Duh. Why didn't anybody tell me? She was like, oh, your doctor just called. I got off the phone with Dr. Steria. I'm like, what, what, what does that mean? She's like, oh, you can't eat gluten. I had no idea what celiac is. At no idea whatsoever. And like, my mom has Crohn's. So I'm just like, all right, thank God it's not Crohn's disease. And she knew it wasn't Crohn's disease too. Cause usually Crohn's you get diagnosed around like 16 years old. And I'm like thinking to myself, like Lou, like good morning to you. What the hell is celiac? Like now I'm going to have to like research this. So then I'm like looking it up and every symptom I've ever had for like the past six years was explained. Wow. My undiagnosed ADHD. ADHD is a huge, is super common in people with celiac disease as well as people who have celiac disease are more likely to get pneumonia and I've had pneumonia five times in my life wow yeah and my mom always wondered why am I always getting pneumonia and usually when you get pneumonia once you're more prone to get it again but and I also had a history of asthma too and then there were things like oh my anxiety all of a sudden because people forget that like 90% of your dopamine and serotonin is produced in your stomach when you're eating food it's produced in your gut so when your intestines is not is like literally damaged from food that has been going into your body like you're not getting any of that which is why my like the neurotransmitters in my brain was so fucked up which is how I got so depressed so anxious so suicidal so quickly wow and it wasn't until and it takes a while for your body to like really lose weight because like um to stop because like you need to stop eating and then your body goes into like uh survival mode and it just starts feeding off the fats of your body like whatever energy you have stored so it starts taking from the fats so that's kind of what my body was so it wasn't until my body literally was done with taking all the storage fats that it had because i couldn't function anymore it kind of felt like i was a skeleton in in, in, like to the only way to describe it like was i was a skeleton Cause, and I like hated walking cause I could feel like I would have to wear like, like it was just like the, I could feel it. Like I, I just distinctively right against my femur, just like, and I'm just like, there's nothing holding it together. There's no muscle. There's nothing there. And that was probably the, the toughest thing. Obvi- you really thought that you were dying. Oh, I thought I was dying. I literally looked at my mom and I was like, mom, I have cancer. Like I'm literally looking at her like something's wrong. Like there's like, I'm, I was watching myself just whittle away. And there was nothing I could do about it. And that was probably the scariest thing was it's happening and I don't know why it's happening. And I've always been pretty healthy my whole t- whole life. Like I'm an athlete. You know, I, it's not like I had poor health. It's not like this was just all of a sudden. Fuck. Like I'm dying in the span of like like lo- thir- losing 36 pounds when you're not a heavy set person to begin with is like very, very scary. It's very alarming. And people love to say like, oh, I wish that I was that way. It's like. Do you understand the psychological damage that it brings it, to somebody who's so already bad. skinny enough so as bad. it is? My doctor said, like, if I would have lost a couple more pounds, I probably would have ended up being hospitalized, organ failure and some shit. Because she's like, if your body, you don't have the, the food for your body, how the fuck is it going to live, you know? So she's just like, if you would have gotten close to 100, close to, she's like, you would have just whittled. Like, it would have been like something would have happened. You would have, like... My like heart like my heart was beating like ten times faster because like my body was just not functioning, and even to this day, um, with all the bruising that I've like bruised my entire life, it's because people with celiac disease have vitamin K deficiencies and they usually have a higher um chance of being anemic as well. Luckily, I'm not anemic, but I'm looking at all these like percentages of like oh you have a higher percentage for this 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 this, and I'm like holy fucking hell. And the first day I went gluten free was the first meal that like I felt full. I didn't feel nauseous. And you didn't throw up. Didn't throw up. Like I and I, and the thing is, like, 
food is so important for your energy as well. So for me, the only thing that really gives me energy is sleep and food. Caffeine doesn't work for me because my ADHD, none of that helps. It's really just, and with celiac disease too, when I eat gluten, it can knock me out. I can be in like a gluten coma for like a couple of days, like straight up. And it depends, some people can't even touch gluten. They'll break out in a rash. So there's like so many different symptoms. So it varies. So that's why when someone says they have celiac, it's, it's good to know what type and like how severe it is. If they're your friend, of course, and stuff, because like some people can't cross contamination, can't fuck with it. So like for me and now going on two years, I've gotten used, gotten used to what, what makes me like flare up, what doesn't, what I can eat, what I can't eat, which is really cool. But for me, most of the time, it's like if I have gluten, um, depending on what it is, usually the fried stuff will fuck me up a little bit more than just like the regular processed foods. I try to stay away from as much as I can. But I really, I can still eat like meats, chickens, like fish. I can still eat all that, fruits, vegetables, everything like that. Just like breads, pastas. And there's so many different alternatives now too. And I'm really honestly- You can't be a true fucking Italian anymore. I know. It's how fucking sacrilegious is it? A gluten-free fucking Italian? No, no. (laughs) That is a fucking nightmare. That's hell in its true form for a fucking Italian. But hey, my Nona, she started chefing up the the gluten-free food real quick real quick she made me pasta she's making gluten-free meatballs she was she was she was doing all that she slayed literally and you know it kind of felt good though because like uh it was the hardest transition i think was having to go out and eat in public for the first time being newly transitioned to gluten-free because like i hated being i hated being the person you'd be like um i'm gluten-free I have, like, a problem yeah you know i have like celiac disease so yeah. I, I like i yeah. can't i literally gluten. have to say like Can i'll you, die like, not put gluten in it that's like me with my death addiction <laughs> to dog to dogs like when oh, people are, yeah but the thing it's gotten a lot better now but like it was there was a point where like my parents were considering giving me like dog shots Holy which essentially fuck. like made me like it's like kryptonite it's well it's not kryptonite it's not gonna make me die but it was like (laughs) but it was it was supposed to make me more immune to dog hair but it's just like the dander on dogs that's the problem but like every time like sometimes for example like one of my friends recently like invited me over to her house and then when i went there she had a huge shiba inu just immediately is like yeah i'm like coming up to me coming up to me hugging i'm like oh hello and then you go anaphylactic shock i'm like i'm gonna die i need my epipen what's going on i didn't take zyrtec before i came here like i'm gonna be fucked but thankfully they had a cage for the dog and as long as your house is clean it's not as bad but i totally fucking get the anxiety of like having to tell people uh i'm allergic to dogs and it's like everybody has a dog oh yeah so it's like why like you just ruined the fucking party. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. But now, like, honestly, it's so cool, though, because when I first got it, everyone was like, what is that? What is that? And now, two years later, like, all my friends, they, they think about it before the I say anything. Like, it's like they know already. Same with my mom. Same with my family members. Like, they know. And if, like, flashback, if you would have seen me, I really want to find a, the, the picture of yeah, my arm. because Because, oh, man, I was, like, blessing and a curse that happened when it did. Because if I had gotten that sick here at school, I don't think I would have made it through whatsoever. Because it was just, like, a... So that was was the bruise of my arm. Oh, my God. It looks like The Exorcist, bro. That was the bruise. If you guys have ever seen The Exorcist when she's in the bed and it's, like, freezing in that room, that's exactly what that arm looks like. But this is how skinny I was. Look at how fucking fat my head is. Holy shit! I'm so sorry. We are not body shaming at all. Oh no, you could. Th- that's awareness. no, 100. Crazy. Wow, and you look so much better now. 
He looks so Thanks, good. Thanks, bud. Jordan, you want to see? Like, that was when I was, like, dead. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, like, but then it's until you really – and then it made me super happy, though, because when I started, like, when I found out that the gluten-free options here was literally shit at this school, and I opened my mouth. Oh, my and God. And roasted. After town hall, ro- after town hall roasted, at SGA. Roasted. Now they're finally doing something. They're like, oh, we're going to add more tofu. Yep. And, like, other things yeah. for vegetarian The items. amount of people that came up to me and, like, thanked me. They're like, oh, my God, I've always, like, I'm gluten-free, too, and I've always, like, wanted. And I'm just, like, looking at them. I'm like, you never said anything? Like, and they're just like, no, like, I just didn't, I didn't think I could. I was just like, well, fuck that. If I'm going to be the Red Robin that deserve, gets everyone their fucking gluten-free food. You deserve to eat as much as anybody 100%, that and, But that's exactly what the any. chef, that's what Veronica here, that's exactly what she t- um, emailed me. Because when she was at the town hall, she reached out to me after and she said, like, I want to make food fun for you again. Because, like, it's, like, such a hard time having food allergies. And then even when it's, like even a little bit sensitive, a lot of it sensitive, it still sucks. And people think that you're just, like, a picky eater. It's like, no, bro, like, shit, like, eating, you're eating something. Like, no, you don't like, eat poison. I can literally die. It's like, you eating bleach Dead. is the same thing equivalent to me eating gluten. Exactly. You know, it'll fuck, it'll kill you. Death. <laughs> like, Death. I am dead. Oh, yeah. You do not understand. It's not, I'm a fucking picky eater. I wish I could eat the same fucking pizza as you can, but I can't. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? With that experience, though, like, I basically, like, was on my deathbed. Like, physically, mentally. So, like, that is 100% why, like, now everyone's like, oh, my God, you know, you're always so happy, so much energy. Because, yeah, bro, because I've been there where it's, like, I've almost been, I didn't have the energy. I wasn't happy. Like, I'm very fortunate to be here on this earth, Yeah. You know, so that's why I'm so grateful, grateful and jolly. But, 100%. you know, I still have my fucking moments. Absolutely. Everyone has bad days, stressed out. Everybody does. I get my, I get anxious all the fucking time over stuff. Like, you know what I mean? I have my bad days where I cheat a little bit and I have something with gluten in it and I pay the price but it's like that's life you know what i mean that's just you have to there's no perfect human being there's no perfect person you're always gonna have like an off day you know but the thing is is that you just can't stay in that off day don't beat yourself up about it just get you know get up and deal with it and understand that it was just a bad day oh 100 100 just bad days good days are always you know around the fucking corner absolutely and then i met dan like this year too the year where it's like shout you know shout out to dan shout out to nello shout, <laughs> shout out jordan he's over here boy bosses oh man because like i i'll be honest like Tell i knew me, for a fact about this relationship oh i'm just i'm happy no, as fuck no. man it wasn't planned at all fucking love him just saying danello Babe, you haven't texted me? Text me? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, I'm recording the podcast. He's so sweet. To not interrupt because he knows I get distracted. But I always feel bad for him. Like, when he started dating me, I literally was sending him articles on what it's like to date someone with ADHD because, like, I didn't want him to break up with me. Because, <laughs> like, something that was, like, I, I, I did. No! And then- no! You said, let me tell you about this problem that I have. Please do not well, break up with me. Well, God damn it. I'm sorry. I have a terrible attention span. Well, the thing is, I was just diagnosed with it when we started dating, too. So I'm just starting Adderall for, like, the first time, right? And, like, I'm just getting to know, like, this like figuring the whole lifestyle change in my 20s and especially being a girl like late diagnosis for adhd sucks so much for anybody um but uh I, I, 
Yeah, because it's, it doesn't make you feel seen. No, you know? at all. And it's like my like, younger brother was diagnosed. For example, Exhibit A, he was just telling me today, Jordan, my good sis Jordan, um, was telling me that it took him forever to get diagnosed. At Like, he went to a doctor, like, pretty much on his own. And you knew you had out. it, right? Yeah. And his parents just thought, like, oh, you just have a short attention span. Like, you Did just you do good in school? Like, he was me doing too. really well in school. Me he had a really too. good, like, you know, like, high IQ, whatever. But his, like, attention span for certain things was just, like, the grades were all the way down low. But everything else was high. Yeah, no, math hated. But it's, like... I was so bad at math. And, then, great at and then when he reading. showed it to his dad, he was, like, his dad was, like, oh, well, that's nice to know. What? What? You... We could have known... Oh, like so long ago but everybody's so in denial oh 100 like, if i don't have it then it doesn't exist oh 100 and it's like my younger brother he was diagnosed with the inattentive subtype and he got diagnosed because he was his grades were falling a little bit and then he was diagnosed with a learning disability as well so he got the help that he needed absolutely me i was a young i was a when i was younger i did have behavioral issues because fast forward to me talking to my therapist and uh psychiatrist now I was able to focus in school. I loved school. I always loved school. Loved going to my yeah. teachers, and I was always a great student. My teachers always had great things to say in parent-teacher conferences. It was always like, oh, my God, Christina, she's such a great student. And my mom would always be like, really? Because at home, she's fucking great, right? So here's the thing. I was so... I was, <laughs> well, at home, she's a fucking psychopath. Right? I, I was able to concentrate and have that ability to focus for the amount i was in school right because i was interested in it and then like my attention span can only last so long you cut to going home i can't focus anymore like my adhd brain i'm done for the day so my mom's trying me christina go do this eat do this no no i'm doing that i'm all okay and then it ends up being like and like with adhd too people have to understand it's mostly like not being able to regulate your emotions not being able to regulate how long you focus on a task how how long you're able to like and how you're able to task switch like it's basically like central executive functioning you know skills that like a normal person can do so it's not like oh i'm distracted by everything and everything no it's like we have trouble like prioritizing we have trouble like getting things started we have trouble getting out of bed and and finishing stuff it's so super tough so half of my half of my friends have adhd i'm the only friend here that does not have adhd so seeing all my adhd besties like do their whole adhd (laughs) shtick i think it's awesome and crazy but it like it it brings a lot of awareness like oh yeah it's like seeing that at the forefront like my cousin tyler like he didn't get diagnosed for adhd until later on in his life because his parents literally were like you're just a fucking stupid r word like you're just fucking stupid like 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 you're just dumb but it's like no like his attention span is so bad because like he doesn't have any meds to help him with that and the whole thing is that if you just you know took the time to do your research yeah but people grow up in different families so but like seeing all my friends like that i'm like it, it just brings a lot of awareness oh just, for sure you know. and i'm like don't be ashamed of it like when people are like oh my god no, you have so much energy i'm like adhd <laughs> like it's a superpower like i learned how to solve a rubik's cube in literally 20 minutes that's insane like i learned that's how to play so the guitar cool. in a month he used to know how to right you used to know how to fucking yeah he used to know how to like do a rubik's cube i think he still fucking knows how to do it like do it in like less than a minute or something like that my cousin tyler knows how to do that too it's like a fucking super skill oh yeah because we can just as soon as we get into something boom you give us a a little bit of time to get up focus on it we got it like we nailed it like it's 100 percent. it's literally like the hyper focus boom you don't got that we got that you know what i mean it's like 
superpower. Let's fucking go. And it's like growing up, I've always always that, that outgoing mofo. And because I was a girl, you know, I was athletic as AF. And funny enough, most girls who are diagnosed with ADHD in their 20s were known as like the tomboy growing up and like very athletic mm-hmm. and like talkative mostly. But like me having like parental guidance that I was like, I was respectful and like, you know, social situations. I knew when to be quiet, when not to be quiet, all that. But I also was getting my energy out in sports. Like I played soccer since I was four, like competitively till college. So it's just like, I've had that outlet. And then then check to like kids that don't have those types of outlets. Then they're getting into trouble, blah, 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 and that type of shit. But it's like, it's not overdiagnosed in boys. It's just underdiagnosed in girls because they don't see, like there's different symptoms for both. They just think you're emotional. And because I got my period, go fuck yourself. All right. All right. Because my vagina's bleeding thing, has nothing to do with me starting my homework. Thing, the period thing. It only happens a week in a month. It's not the entire fucking time. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, bro. It's not that serious, you know? Be nice to your girlfriend when she's on her period. Oh, my God. Don't shame her into having sex with Don't you either. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Don't be a dick. <laughs> A period ain't sound nothing but a sentence. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Jordan, did you say that? No, I was like, imagine. <laughs> Just, kidding. Just kidding. Jokes, jokes. <laughs> but, oh man, that shit really pissed me off because I always knew I had ADHD. Just because I I get, I go from zero to a hundred being like excited about things that I'm like passionate about. Like when I'm into something, I get very passionate about it. But also it has its negative side effects that like when I'm having fights with my family like we would have huge blowouts because you had my unmedicated younger brother screaming at me with adhd mean undiagnosed adhd screaming at him my dad screaming probably undiagnosed adhd too and we're all like fucking screaming you know just basic family shit but now it's like now that we're older now that like we're more self-aware of our bodies as well and like how is my mom gonna tell me how i'm feeling you know what i mean how is someone gonna dictate how i'm feeling when you need to listen to your body feeling what you're feeling you like you have to listen Promise me you have to listen to your body because your body is always telling you what's wrong constantly. Like about what you're eating, how much sleep you're getting, if you're tired. Like if you're getting anxious, there's a reason you're getting anxious. So like listen, like your body's trying to tell you something. So that shit, I feel on that, Jordan. When did you get diagnosed? Uh, 2018. 2018. How old were you? 19. Yeah. 19. I was about... I was right. I was like twenty. I was right before my twenty-first. No, just kidding. Right before my twenty-second. Just kidding. Just kidding. That was diagnosed. And then right before my twenty-first, I was diagnosed with celiac. So it was really a two whammy. My twenties have been shit. How fucking old are you? I'm gonna be twenty-three. Oh, so you were a nineteen ninety-nine baby. So you're just mm-hmm. like this motherfucker. Why do you think we click? What's your sign? He's a cap. Mm. I'm a Libra. I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's, all right, your, all right. what's your what's your moon oh my your, i don't fucking know you want to figure it out i don't fucking know all right what's your oh, here we go <laughs> this is now the zodiac part of the Ugh. podcast see this we just have a lot to talk about we can talk about a lot of different things literally so we're gonna pull up your natal chart and you need to tell me when exactly you were born uh 3 in the afternoon uh, you were a PM baby, me too. I was a PM baby. So let's do Tina. You were born when? <laughs> uh, September 24th. Okay. September 24th. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Nothing. A date funny to you or something? <laughs> no. 
And then you were born at 3.55, right? Yes. 3.55 p.m. Yeah. Some people, when I do this, they don't give me their fucking, their birth dates, like their exact times. See, that's stupid, because then you're not going to be okay, accurate. and where's your birthplace? Where were you born? Danbury, Connecticut. Jesus. <laughs> what? <laughs> Danbury. Danbury, which is so funny, because it doesn't even sound like it would be like one of the diverse like towns of Connecticut, but it really is. It's a huge city with everything and everyone. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting to the bum, nitty bum, gritty. Bum. So, oh! <laughs> All right. Oh. Oh, God. So, Miss Tina oh. is a Libra sun, a Pisces moon, and let's see, you're ascending, and you're a cap rising. So what does that mean? that's definitely why you click with Jordan. Um, being an ascendant, that's kind of like your true sign, is what people oh. say. So, technically, your I have true superpowers. sign is a cap. Yeah. I can read like a couple things about your son. Your son represents a sense of individuality and outward shining creative energy. And you are generally thought to be sociable, somewhat intellectual souls. You have an almost innocent way about yourself that makes you very approachable. Um, generally quite eager to cooperate. Um, you spend a lot of time trying not to rock the boat. Oh my gosh. Mm. Well, I don't want to get seasick. Yes, you're peace loving and well, essentially you have a great need to be part of a group. You like to mix with people and seek partnerships. You like and respect justice. You approve of society's values. You are level-headed and um, you think of things quickly. Your weaknesses is that you may not think enough. Oh, fuck and yeah. And that you are frivolous. You are diligent in love. You are easily swayed by group pressure. Oh, no, I'm not. Maybe sometimes. Yeah. Oh, sometimes. All right. Well, that's... Jordan knows. Impulsivity. ADHD. It happens. It's yes. life. You know, y- you learn to adapt. But, oh, my gosh, that was accurate. That was weird. Let me find your moon. Oh, well, my moon. talk about your Mars. My your, moon's doing the renegade. Your Mars is sad. So when Mars is in Sag, Oh my God. Get, is that why I've been upset? People get angry and they feel like running. They have to do something, not about it, but something else altogether. They don't have a lot of patience to wait things out. This is where the restless and adventurous nature of Sag comes in. People with this position of Mars should seriously consider physical activity as the best means of anger management. (laughs) If they don't already naturally do so, people with Mars in Sag are generally have a number of projects going all at once. Uh, They are not known for their their follow-through, however. They start up new projects, however, with admirable gusto. Their vision and optimism can get in the way of completing what they start. They want to do so much, and then they trash things too easily when a new idea takes hold. Oh my gosh, that's literally... I literally had an event today. I have two events coming back after Easter. Oh my gosh, stop! I have so much work. I'm behind for school. Oh my god, that's literally me right now. Oh my god, your Jupiter is in Taurus. What does that that's mean? My sign. Oh my god. So that represents your expansion and your grace. So you attract the most good fortune when you are charitable, generous, and but discriminating and patient. Should watch for overindulgence. You de- you have delights and sensual pleasures and want the good life. 
do you want the good life i do want the good life jordan do you want the good life <laughs> jordan come say hi come yeah say come hi. say hi do you want to like hello i am here do you want to sit here sit here sure like yeah yeah i'll give chat? you a little chat okay we're gonna we're gonna a little impromptu jordan's coming on the pod Woo! The nail chart is crazy. <laughs> See, it's been interesting the whole time watching you guys with the headphones and just wondering what it sounds like. But how's it sound? It. it sounds really good. I like it. So, Jordan, introduce yourself for the fans of Tina's Tea. So, I'm Jordan. I'm Stevie's boyfriend. Um, I went to school in California. I went to UC Santa Cruz, and now I'm moving back to New York City. Uh, I just got a job out of college, so just doing pretty good. What was your major? My major was a thing called technology and information management, which mm. is kind of like the not tech side of running a tech company. Oh, but I also just as important some tech stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. A little different. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Okay. hundred dollars to anybody who can guess what color hair Jordan has right now. We're not going to say, but you won't guess I it. I don't know what color to describe my hair <laughs> as right now. So you won't guess it. I can tell you what my next hair color is going to be. Ooh, what's it going to be? It's going to be pink. <gasps> yeah. Love that. Actually, so I could totally see you. Little, oh, I could see you with the hot pink vibe. Yeah. Little moment. Yes. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. See, are you like changing hair anytime soon? You going to change? Yeah. Anytime soon? Um, I, okay, I may go back to normal core. That is the most disgusting thing I've ever said ever. But yes, I may go back to brown hair for a commencement ball. Oh my gosh, I'm going lighter. The only thing. Oh my God. This weekend, I'm going lighter. I'm getting highlights. Oh I'm doing God. it. I'm doing the damn yes. thing. I'm doing nice. the damn thing. I'm so doing good. it. That's so cool. How often do you do your hair color? Last time I got it done was probably right before coming back into school. No, actually, I think it was winter break. I went darker. Okay. Just because I went a little lighter over the summer. I did like a balayage type moment. Okay. Just because, you know, I was feeling it. And I also cut my hair. My hair was super long. It was Ooh, like down to here. Nice. And I cu- this was after COVID, cut the depression off. As soon as I was diagnosed with celiac, I cut all the gluten off, cut everything off. Said, fuck it. I was like, nope, gotta go. Nope, bye. Yep, and it was set. the best thing ever. My curls fucking exploded. I like, Let's go. I look ethnic as fuck now. And I like love it. But like, I love it though. Like, it's yeah. like. Everyone always always like, I want your hair, Tina. I'm just like, I don't, even, I, don't, I don't even know how I got it. You know what I mean? I just like, I wake up. I don't even brush it. It just happens. Yeah, so, just be like that. Yeah, the curly hair be like you that. Know, yeah. Well, Jordan, what do, you, what do you do? Like interests, hobbies. What do you like? Favorite show. Let's do that. Favorite show. My favorite show right now is The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, I heard Amazon good. I heard good oh, things my, about I that. I haven't watched it. it. I haven't seen it, but I've heard do, great do things. you know the premise of the show? Yes. Okay. I'm a little in tune, but if you want to give me a little sum up, I would love it. Love it. Okay, so the premise of the show is there's this woman named Miss Maisel who was married to her husband, Joel Maisel. The show takes place in like the 40s, 50s, New York City. I wish I was alive in the 50s. Oh my God, the city looks so cool. The thing that's really awesome about the show is just the outfits and the set design. That's what I thought about Mad Men when I watched Mad Men. Mm, Oh my God, the suits, the the, the dresses, the hair, the cars, everything. Yeah, everything was just on point. Um... So in Miss Maisel, she's a comedian, mm-hmm. and she breaks up with her husband in the first episode of the show, and the first episode is her going downtown to a bar and doing a set about breaking up with her husband, and she gets arrested for flashing her tits while she's performing, <laughs> and the rest of the show is just her building this career that's just raw, funny, yeah. like something no one has ever seen before for that time period. I and love that, so cool. yeah. and I hate when people like are like, oh, she was, like, someone had to do it, yeah. you know what I mean? Someone always had to be that one person to start yeah, something. Yeah, to break that ground, yeah. I mean, I wish I could be that person. You know, that I look back and I'm just like all these people that comics and women who have just been like, even Kamala Harris being the first female like black VP. Such a fucking like, great thing. And I feel like there's so much bad things that overshadow all these good things that are happening that are like so female positive or even male positive and, and LGBTQ positive, everything positive. And it's like Will Smith smacking all that. It's like f- covered it all. When yeah, there was like a, the first, the first indi- indigenous black 
uh, no, indigenous Latino, wait, queer Latino woman won for best supporting actress and the first male uh, deaf male won for best male supporting actor for the first time ever. Wow, I, did, I didn't even know that. That's what I'm saying, right? And the third female uh, best director won forever. And it's been, there's been 94 Oscars and the third one what? just won. Yeah. And all this happened and no one, what? That's what I'm saying. Oh my God. There's been, there was so, so much to celebrate and then it's just like, nope. Yeah, all, we're, all we're about gonna cut to all this yeah and, we're just it, gonna cut to this and they have the choice though to like to like put that on the news yeah. like people don't know that like people don't like understand that it's like they these these shows the all every single tabloid they choose what to put on yeah exactly they choose what's gonna get people to tune in and watch the show and instead of choosing the material that's actually important talking about things that matter to people they're showing what's gonna attract attention the drama the tea everyone wants the tea everyone wants everyone the tea everyone wants tea everyone wants tea it is gluten-free. It is gluten-free and safe and vegan, hopefully. Yeah, free of slaps. <laughs> I love that. Jordan, what's your favorite food? What's my favorite? That is such a hard question. The answer to that is ramen, but I always feel like it's such a hard question because food is just so good. You I have know? to be in the mood. You know what I mean? But I'm also into anything, whenever. Yeah. So it's just like, all right, we're going for Indian tonight? Cool. Oh, we're going for hibachi? Cool. Yeah, oh, we're going for- It's harder for you to manage with that, though. Gets tough, but- there's a lot of different options. You'd be surprised when you go out to stores okay. and a lot of menus have like, this is gluten-free, that's gluten-free. And it's like, it's cool because like Rice Krispies, regular Rice Krispies, gluten-free. Cocoa nice. Krispies, not. What? Because the chocolate has malt flavoring in it. That's And there's that's gluten and malt. Oh my God. So it's just like little things like that. Yeah, like the little intri- intri- Can never drink beer again, but I can drink seltzers. Okay. Like every, like that, Bud Light, no. Bud Light, sel- that. that's delish. Yeah. Bud Light seltzers slap. And they have yeah, like a bunch do. of new ones coming out too. Mm-hmm. oh yeah do you drink at all yeah a little bit not as much what you were saying earlier i felt that like how when you get past 21 and you're just like i can't do i can't anymore. drink anymore like i used to i have videos in my phone of me drunk as hell yeah and i can never get that drunk again yeah like i remembered nights where i would just like drink and throw up and rally <laughs> and drink yep. more and just go crazy yep like i have videos of me walking around my house just blacked out with a box on my head yep and i I can't do that anymore. No, I'd get I, a boot and rally and be fine. Yeah, I drink like three beers now and I'm just like, my, my I'm bloated. I don't yeah, do I'm like this. a couple seltzers. Right, I'm going to bed. Like, yeah, it's like I like, wanted to start drinking at nine I so I get to bed by 12. It's like, yeah, it's just, it just doesn't work the same way. I'm just like, how did I used to just go? That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, and I'm thinking back into high school too. Even fucking worse. Oh my God, all the, the, the delinquency of high yeah. schoolers. Oh my God. But it's supposed to happen then. I'm yeah. always looking back and I'm just like, I don't regret anything really. But did you get away with any good shit? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, my brother almost got, <sighs> there's one thing, I can't, I don't even think I could say it yet. I don't know if the statute of limitations is up yet in this in this Uh-oh. situation yet. You'll probably get the story next year. I don't know. But there, next there's episode a, of Tune in, Steve. Yeah, next, <laughs> tune in. Yeah. My brother, his senior year, though, he ruined it for me and my younger brother. So we'd never be able to throw a party at our house. But he threw a party his senior year at my house. Oh. Like with like so many heads and we were away at a i think we were where were we i think we were at a hockey tournament that okay. weekend or somewhere or oh, no me no my parents and and my younger brother were away at like some tournament and mm. i me and my older brother were staying at my grandparents house and my brother was just like going to his friend's house that night and i stayed at my nona's house or whatever and i was in eighth grade at the time and so of course i couldn't be there but cut to i would i would have been like joe you just should have let me go there like it would have been yeah i would have made sure you would not have gotten caught and he got caught because of this so we have these like decorative spoons in my kitchen that my mom's great-grandfather made out of wood so he took those off before the party Mm -hmm. he put them back on the wrong way oh no and the person who noticed that was my younger brother 
not knowing it that like ratted. Joe had a party or anything. Oh God! So, so he just ratted by accident. Oh yeah, fuck, it's yep. terrible. Yep. And then like slowly there were like little things that my parents noticed that were out of place, and then he finally fessed up. And oh my yeah, so luckily nothing. There wasn't. You almost got away with it though. Almost so close. And I honestly would have been super impressed if he had because, but I was just like, fuck you, Joe. Damn it! I'll never be able to. There's definitely opportunities where I could have, but. You know, I went to a lot of parties and I'm, I'm looking at their houses and I'm just like, you know, I'm happy I didn't didn't do that. But I did have a lot of bonfires and stuff outside after oh, nice. post high school. And it, it was it was super good because now it's like now that I'm older, it's like it's it's different. Socializing's yeah, it is different. like different. It's yeah, just fun. People over your stuff right now when you're older. I feel that like oh, when yeah. I was in high school, I could never have people over at my house. It was just not a thing. But, like, now, at least when I was, like, younger, when I was, like, a sophomore or junior in college, I would just bring people over. Like, I would just hotbox my room. My parents didn't give a fuck anymore. And I was just like, the fuck? Like, you would have said shit if it was high school, but they didn't care anymore. My parents were just like, hey, bring us back a blunt. And I was like... It's like you grow into this, like, adult form. And it's like, all of a sudden, you're, like, a different person in their eyes. Yeah, and then they just treat you like an adult. And yeah. And just like, who are you? It's like, where am I? Yeah, like, like hello. Um, nice to meet you. I'm your kid. Or, like... Yeah. like Yeah, like, when did this relationship happen this way? Yep. But now they've started to reel it back. Now they're not letting me smoke as much anymore, which is very upsetting. But, hey... It happens. It's like I feel like it's like social for me to be honest. Same thing with drinking though. It's like I'd rather yeah. if someone was just like, oh, like, let I'll smoke. Like I'd rather smoke than drink. To be like, you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. it's just I growing up that was just always the thing. But I feel like now that it's legal and everything, it's just it's so much more casually talked about and like it's yeah, not exactly. seen as like something so bad. Yeah. I feel like when you're older and like there's one thing when you're like not doing nothing like that like when when steven when you were explaining your when your whole situation with your drug addiction and all that like that is a ser- that's that's a problem you know what i mean that's something that like many people deal with and like has to be addressed but there's also safe ways to have a blunt at the end of the yeah, day use those substances yeah a hundred percent you know and uh i feel like that's in anything though like you can overeat you, you know you, yeah. can, you can literally overindulge in any substance ever yeah and that's not good you know but yeah do you guys have to be anywhere tonight you guys on a schedule no we're here for tina's tea that's about it oh because i was gonna say if you guys want to stop we can put a movie on and like watch a movie and stuff before you head out yeah just chill for a little bit okay okay word thank you so much for having me tina i was waiting for this day for so long oh it's gonna happen again you're acting like we don't have another month left of like senior week is gonna be crazy dude left of school motherfucker we have three weeks left. yeah that's crazy i know so let's make the most out of it Jordan, yeah. I better be seeing you some more. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm moving here. That's so exciting. We love you. We love we love the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Listen read to the about podcast. it. Hear about it. Repost it. We do everything. And maybe you'll be on the fucking podcast. True. Thank you for tuning in to Tina's Tea. You already know the socials at Tina's Tea Podcast. Actually, we have a new Instagram. So shout out to whoever hacked my Instagram and deleted it. Go shout fuck yourself. You piece of shit. Dumb slut. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, seriously. Like to the bottom of my soul. Like fuck you. Like I like I wasn't making any money off it. I'm up and coming. There was literally the only thing you got out of it was being a dickhead. And if you get off on that, good Why for you. Why did you slap on my knob? Like like good for you. But whoever deleted it, fuck you. So my new Instagram is Tina's Tea underscore underscore two underscores after it and it's tina's t podcast at all of their socials and christina brin underscore for my personal account so thanks everybody for tuning in one two three stevie tina's t and also jordan you have to hop on this one too ready yeah. one two three tina's t all right see you guys next tuesday bye, bye. Yeah.